The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screaming Eagles Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the cemented in the top four Manly Seagulls and the team that once again has given been given the softest draw by the NRL, the Para Eels. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me for the first time in six weeks, the man who has more excuses than the Para internal club review, mm. Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you, Ben. Good to be back. Back in the winner's circle. They talk about uh, mid-season slumps. Now, I'd say we've had quite the mid-season slump. <laughs> Six uh, six losses in a row, I think it was. Five, six. Mm. I'm going to say it was six. Mm. Um, I can't even remember what we last podcasted. I think it was just after the Melbourne game, was it? No, we left it. I think we left it on part two. You, you, oh, you threw me a doozy and right. said, oh, yes, by the way, we're going to do... That's we've right. had so much fun in this episode that, that I haven't... against the para loss. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and it's taken you six weeks to get over it. <laughs> Pathetic. Well, I will say, you didn't give me any heads up on no. that one, just no. like with five minutes to go, and I was giving you the like, let's yeah. let's move this along, mm. but you were having too much fun, and then you went, by the way, we're going to do part two, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yep, okay, sounds good, Yeah. and then you were like, well, how does tomorrow look, and I was like, yeah, I don't think tomorrow looks yeah, real good, actually, I'm, yeah. I'm washing my hair. Not optimistic. <laughs> It wasn't just the recording. It's like, cool, now I get to also edit another podcast. <laughs> it's it. going to be about six hours worth of gloating. Wow, I've forgotten about that. Yeah, so part mm. part one. So anyway, welcome to part two. Yeah, part two anyway. <laughs> um, no, we've, we they talk about mid-season slumps. Yes. I um, think of it more as a... players go and they play mm. Origin. Yeah. They come down from the high of Origin, and I feel like we've both come down from the high of that manly game against Para. <laughs> And we just went into the mid-season slump. It's a bit like, you know, it's a bit like Para this season after Origin when they got their Origin players back. Yeah, it was. Well, Gutho still never lost an Origin series. Never. Yeah. So, you know, all all I can do is say we're back. Apologise. Yes. Um. Now there has been. Let's just say though there has been a little bit of discussion on Twitter about whose fault it is though. Mm. Why we haven't been. <laughs> why we haven't been recording. Yeah. Um. We just had a bombshell, like a, 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 a kaboom. We just had a big kaboom. Yeah. A, a nine mole big kaboom Exclusive. from Billy. Yeah. Uh, the last week I've been trying to get a podcast no, going. Like last and, night. And uh, Billy's threw his daughter under the bus and said, oh, look, she's really sick, mate. And I've been up with her every night looking after her. I haven't slept. I just can't do it. And I'm like, oh, man, I hope she's all right. Yeah. I felt terrible. <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night, mm. and um, then I found out today that the real reason is because you absolutely wrote yourself up on Saturday <laughs> to the point where you've got scratches down your face because you got into an argument with a bush. Yeah, <laughs> with the with and a, not not the good kind of no, Corey Norman. No, it wasn't uh, the Peter Shamin wasn't visited. <laughs> There's not much bush there no, anyway. Um, but yeah, I I had to fess up. I'd said to Ben we were meant to record last night. Mm. And I kind of just, I just didn't have the energy because I knew you'd like give me one of those like mm. little eye rolls, like, oh, oh again, yeah, again. again. <laughs> but I was in such a world of pain. So I'd got home at 4.30 and only because the missus had messaged me 
at like 4.15 saying, is everything okay? Like, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> and I was still out. And I responded, yeah, cool. Yeah, everything's yeah. good. How are you? She's like, you- <laughs> we're all fine near here now. How are you? <laughs> are you going to come home? And I went, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> and that was, I think, the only thing that prompted me that maybe I should think about going home. Wow. I didn't think you could stay out that late in Sydney anymore. Yeah, well, I was at someone's house. Oh. So, um... And a lovely house. It was actually their parents' house. And oh. they had a, like, Are they 18? Uh, no. no. <laughs> they do <laughs> act go, like they might have been. Did you go to an under-18s party, Billy? <laughs> Were you like the creepy old the, guy? The Come yeah. and sit on my knee and have a tickle. No, no, no. It was... Um, yeah, it got a bit it got a bit wild and woolly, um, yeah. but I was in such a world of pain, like I just didn't have the energy to to much, like say anything else. <laughs> and I'd been quiet on Twitter and a lot of manly fans were like you're avoiding Twitter, which I <laughs> I kind of was. Yes. Um but it wasn't even I just didn't even have the energy to say anything or do anything. I think I spent like 20 out of 26 hours in bed and then I had another Not sleep all today. Father of the year. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, my daughter was home sick today. <laughs> well, you both were. I put, uh, I put um, the Smurfs on Netflix on yep. and I proceeded to have a little hour and a half kip to myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there any correlation between, well, I don't want to jump ahead, yeah. but Thursday's going to Absolutely. you going 100%. Out? Yes. <laughs> 100%. No, probably. I don't think you could survive too many more losses then. If that's uh, if that's what you're I doing, had huh? some dark moments. Like I've yeah. I've had some dark moments in the last kind of forty eight hours. It's because you haven't you haven't vent. You need to talk about it. This is therapy, <laughs> if nothing else. I mean, no one else is listening. No one actually listens to no, this. That's true. So it's, it's just for our benefit. It is. It's like it's um, not like anyone's actually records it. You know, downloads this and actually listens have I even to pressed it. the record button? I think Probably. I have today. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I, during the mid, so, so you've been writing well, yourself off. The other thing, my wife went away for two weeks, mm. so I've been single dadding for a couple of weeks, mm. which doesn't. When you say and I was it away to for people, a couple of weeks, it must have been hard. Yeah, it was. You were my 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 dad was away. <laughs> your daddy. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> who's your daddy? And oh, what yeah. does he do? Um, I'm a cop, you idiot. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so. It doesn't sound as impressive, but two weeks is quite long to, you know, be getting kids ready for school. And I mean, I guess I don't really have any other job. Yes. But that was also why I felt like I was like letting, hard to balance letting life, loose yeah. on the weekend. Yes. Even though I did truth, you know, if we're going to be fully open here. Yeah, it's just you and me. So I, did, I did also go out one of the nights. <laughs> actually, two of the nights while the kids... Just, just leave a ways. mobile phone behind says, call dad if there's any issues. It's in that drawer right in front of you. There's yeah, a, I got it's a right next to the gun. Cheap SIM card up at Officeworks. Burner. Um, well, I uh, I went away yeah, for a couple well, of weeks. Can for, you say for where? Work. Can't say where. Mm-hmm. But uh, I met up with um, Killer. Okay. Former former host of okay. the uh, Screaming Eels podcast, and um, I disco- I discovered something quite wonderful mm. while during this mid season um, slump, and that was there was an episode of there was an episode of Friends. Right, I'm not a Friends fan. Okay. Let me just say there was an episode of Friends. Yeah. Where they go to Vegas, mm. and Joey finds his hand double. So he find, he's sitting next to a guy playing blackjack and he has exactly the same hands mm. as Joey. And he then spends the rest of the episode trying to work out how they can monetize that. Okay. How can we make money? Two people with the exact same hands. Yeah. While I was away, I discovered that Killer 
has the exact same voice as Danny Badiris. They are voice twins. <laughs> I then proceeded to spend the next two weeks trying to work out how we can monetize this. But I kid you not, wow. it's identical from the pitch to the uh, rhythm of speech. Wow. Now, I've never heard Danny Badiris talk before, but because he's gone into the Hall of Fame, yeah. he's suddenly showing up everywhere and everyone's interviewing. I'm like, fucking, like, I, I couldn't believe it. It, I, it, it was amazing. Now, we've got to try and make some money out of this. And I'm just... There's got to be a way. Like, if Killer can legally change his first name to Badiris or something... Well, his surname, maybe. Well, no, because then that could be maybe... Because he can just go, oh, g'day, Badiris here. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I listen to podcasts, I listen to Screaming Podcast. Well, yeah, DB. This is DB. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's it's truly wonderful. So, hopefully... Um, I, mean, I, know, he- I know Killer's away at the moment. He's in um, Bali right now yeah touring with his band but hopefully when he gets back i'm hoping he can record some um some like screaming eagle sort of advertising for yeah, us like a few vox pops <laughs> is that what they call vox, vox pops yeah oh no vox pops is when you go into the street, the street and you chat to people we could but send him on the street a few teasers or something yeah <laughs> this week on screaming eagles badiris hi <laughs> i'm badiris and i'm on the screaming Eagles podcast it's quite a um it's quite a specific, <laughs> very specific. Twin. We're going to flood the Newcastle market. Well, <laughs> there's an there's an it. opening. Oh yeah, yeah. Clubbing crisis. Damn hashtag. Um, so anyway, yeah, that was probably not just the highlight of the mid-season slump, but the year for okay. me. Yeah, it's been a quiet year. <laughs> but once I find out how to monetize this, nothing's going to well, stop send in, me. Send in your suggestions. Oh yeah, people. Yeah, let's work out how we can get killers. If slash is, Badiris. If anyone is listening. Well, Danny Badiris is probably listening going, shit, I can pass off as killer. <laughs> he's probably trying bash. to work out how he can cash he's in on like it. A, he's off to Bali. That's right. Um, all right, well, let's just get straight into news. Confidence is so high at Parramatta right now, Eels think they can win first premiership since 1986. Ooh, I think we're rewinding a bit here. I don't think we've talked about this one yet. Oh, well, we've not talked about anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one goes back about two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. But it was such a cracker that I had to bring it back. Mm. This this smells a bit like Marty Tapao after we beat uh, Para 54-0 of him saying we're going to win the premiership. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And then they've come out and Parramatta can feel it. Yeah. They're high. Confidence is high. The second uh-huh. I read that, I was like, here comes a lot. Well, they said it before the Gold Coast game and yeah. I, I put money on the Titans. I was like, this, this <laughs> is... You didn't. Yeah. I doubled down on the Bulldogs too. Wow. Yeah. I've just been waiting for that and it was the worst feeling because actually the Bulldogs were playing like $3.10. Yeah, right. So I'd been, I, I, I actually made money, not much money, it's just mm. a token. But um, in the talk, the talk leading up to that Gold Coast game just was that had familiar ring where it's like mm. they're talking about the premiership and you've yes. actually got a game this week. Yes. Um, that being said, it's always a tricky one. These, these kind of like headlines, you're inviting criticism of yourself, much like to power. Mm. But then again, I guess on the other hand, 
if you're playing in a competition and you don't think it's a possibility that your team could win it, like maybe there's a there's a different problem. So I'd rather they didn't say it, but I think they're asked. Like when if someone comes oh, and yeah, says, yeah. "Do you think you've got a chance yes. in this competition that you're yes. being paid as a professional to play yeah. in?" And you come out and go, absolutely not. I think we had just really got no chance at all. So what you're saying is they weren't spotted in a tattoo parlor getting 2019 Premiership tattoos I get, across I'm, their arse. I'm guessing not. Okay. I'm guessing not. But um, yeah, I still don't like hearing it because no, it's like... I would be very nervous. In the lead up to As soon the, as I read it, I, as soon as I was read, I was like, I bet Billy... I, I bet Billy yeah, I think it was this. not so much like they were coming out and proclaiming it. I think it's just, you know, they get asked the question. They know it's going to be... It's a bit of a doozy of a question because what are you going to say? No, we're not going to win the grand final. Just take one week at a time. That's we're only what, looking to the next game. To, I know. We're, only looking we're not to the looking next that game. far ahead. Yeah. We've got a lot of, lot of, lot of yeah. things to do to work on. I'm just looking to my next Fortnite game tonight. <laughs> Hang on, what's Dylan Walker? <laughs> Speaking of, mm. money's not everything. Dylan Walker's selfless act to keep Manly's band of brothers together. Wow, what a what a great story this is. Selfless, yeah. So he's taking unders. <laughs> now let me explain what that is. Being a para fan, you're probably a bit confused by that. Yeah. So what it means is if a player's worth a certain amount, they're willing to stay for less just mm. to stay for the love of the club. I'm sure there were lots of teams knocking too. Lots. Knocking down the door. <laughs> knocking down. <laughs> knocking down beating, their girlfriend. Just beating on the door. <laughs> Smashing the door Just down. grabbing hair and pulling people uh, out of the way. He was, um, uh, yeah, he was... Pretty good, I thought, for you guys on the weekend. I don't want to jump too far Yeah, ahead. I feel like um, we can go back in time to other games. I feel like I look at some of the other games and he he does some good stuff. Like, obviously, his, his strength is his running game. Hmm. But at the same time, I just look at other teams and their halves combination and he's kind of like, oh, he's kicked that dead or he's done... You know what I mean? He's just done little things that you wouldn't expect a half to do. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh, God, that's a bit of a, a basic mistake there. Yeah. Um, and you look uh. at someone like the Roosters and you think, oh, well, would Kiri be doing something like that? Would Cody Walker be doing something like... You know what I mean? Like, mm, Maybe. He's so, pretty... I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of coming around a bit to the idea that he's... I think Custer's maybe a longer-term prospect, but yeah. I think Walker currently is a better player than Cust. Um, I don't know. I thought he, he he seems to have improved in the last couple of weeks. I think that game against Canberra was the one that I thought he was most impressive. Mm. But it was a pretty stop-start kind of game. Like, yeah. So, and obviously your points came from, um, you know, an intercept. Mm. Um, and... Uh, Jake know, Trevojevic I think I think the thing is with um, Dylan Walker that's really important is I don't think he can defend it he doesn't he can't quite get his head around how Dez wants him to defend at centre yeah and he came in at centre and I really felt like he was left wanting defensively considering where we'd been you know for the first I don't know six or seven games prior to him coming back yeah and uh so yeah, it was a little bit, but then at 5'8", I think he's better defender at that because he can come forward. 
yeah. and block off the, the, the ball a bit more. And the two guys on his outside, you know, he's still got that sort of safety blanket there. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. Also, maybe, maybe the matchup was a better... Like, I don't think... I think he was a good matchup to um, Caesar. Whiten as well. Well, no, he was up against Caesar. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but Whiten's <clears throat> dangerous, I thought. Um, yeah. And you guys contained him pretty well. But yeah. we're going too far ahead. But going yeah, too so far he's, ahead. Uh, he's, he's back next year. Wow. Well, I don't think it's, he's officially signed. Oh, he's just throwing I think he there. said that. I think he's saying he'll, he'll, he'll sign for unders. Um, <laughs> I like the unders, though. That's like, I'll sign for unders. That's kind of... Actually, you're, what worth you're worth what we say you're worth. It's yeah. not you who determines. You know what? Yeah. I'll, but you know what? I'll take It's like me going for a job and then saying, yeah, actually. You know what? I'm happy not to have... I won't take the CEO role. I'll just, yeah, what's under the CEO role? Yeah, I'll take... Look, I'll, I'll go... What if you're a, going in the mail I'll room? go in a more junior position. <laughs> um, but speaking of people who have been signed, forward, Joel Thompson signs with many... Oh, with Manly. <laughs> <laughs> with Manly for unders. <laughs> now, wasn't he gone? I thought he'd gone to like Catalan Dragons. So he had promised not Catalans, but it was one, one of those, those Warrington Wolves okay. or the you know the the, the Kevin Hastings, the, yeah, Jackson the, Hastings, the whatever. Blackpool, yeah. the Blackpool Submarines or whatever the fuck. Mm. Um, he had committed, as they say in um, as they say in uh, in. NFL, uh, what do they call it? High school. Oh, college football. Yeah, they're committed to a certain college. Okay. But they haven't signed yet. Yeah. Um, so he, he committed to the Super League, hadn't signed a deal, and then uh, he's just really enjoying his time playing under DCA. Yeah, under, under when you Dez, find maybe. When you find a captain who you respect and just want to go out there and go to battle for, a real little general. <laughs> You're willing to take unders. Um, so Joel Thompson, uh, yeah, so he and signed up. Promptly broke his arm, and now unfortunately he's broke his arm. It's just been come out today, uh, four to six weeks. Yeah, we've got two regular games, then we've got two playoffs. So he could be back for the grand final. Ooh, wouldn't that be a story? That would be big Joel return. Thompson, <laughs> uh, hero beep. It'd be bo- it would be on on the same kind of level as Cooper Cronk, I think, playing yeah. with his busted shoulder. I mean, they'll make a movie about it. But the it. difference is he would actually do something. Yeah, that's true. As opposed to not doing anything and people being amazed about how good he did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the Cooper Cronk story. Yeah. Um, uh, Eels battle for Hoffman. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't read this one. You didn't read that one? No. Probably try so, Josh Hoffman, you mean? Josh Hoffman. I would have thought you'd be battling to get rid of him. Yeah, I don't, apparently I don't a few clubs that. are circling, and you guys are ready to tap pay overs. Yeah, I would. Be, I believe he can't even crack first grade. Yeah, well, so. neither can your captain. So, <laughs> how's Tim Manor going? Club captain. Club captain. <laughs> What's the difference between club captain and team captain? Club captain's like the like the governor general. They're like a so, purely ceremonial. Right. But he can sack Gutho. Legally, he can sack Gutho, though. <laughs> He's got to go to Dennis Fitzgerald <laughs> before he can, the emperor. He's right. got to get the emperor's sign off. He's like Still the hand. Like. He's the hand of the king. Right. Yeah. The mangina of the king. Yeah. No, they, they, uh, they're still... I think we need a hooker, 
Like, I think we need a backup. Oh, you've gone off no, I cash like, Marnie. I like Marnie, yeah. but Marnie's not playing 80 minutes anymore. Right. And when he was, he was starting... Like, he's, he's Paris, he's, if not one of the comp's highest tack, tacklers, he's yeah. got, like, crazy stats. Yeah. But it means he's just worn out. And so what they've been doing is taking him off and then putting Gutherson at dummy mm. half. Mm. And it just disrupts the whole flow yeah. of the back line. Yeah. They need a backup hooker. Like The problem, the, the tricky thing with a backup hooker is, is you need a... You need an actual. You need a real gun backup hooker. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you get you, shit service. Well, yeah, but but the other thing is, then you're bringing in a guy who you really only want to leave on the field for like 15 minutes while your hooker's getting. So you're kind of wasting a, wasting a substitute just yeah. for some guy to come on 15 minutes and you go, oh fuck, he's terrible, get him off. But you guys are doing it. Yeah, got, but we've got, got two gun hookers, yeah. and if the rumor mill is correct. This will only be the season where we can do it because RP is Manly have allowed RP to talk to other teams, mm. and other teams are offering. I think he's got one year left, uh, and other teams are offering him three year deals. Warriors, Bulldogs, who are signing, signing everyone. everyone. Yeah, there's no one. There's not going to be anyone left <laughs> after the Bulldogs are done with their war chest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that that that's the problem. Or you've got to get somebody in who's a really you know is a bit of a gun second rower and can also fill in at hooker. But getting your fullback to come in at hooker is it's not working. It's only something that a super coach could yeah, even well, think of trying, doing. They were they've been dicking around with this kind of dummy half, and they need a they need another option there. Yeah. Um. So I think that you know someone like Tyrone Peachy is the model where you don't necessarily have to be an amazing hooker yeah but you need to be a serviceable dummy half player that can get that momentum late in the game to mm. keep keep you going um but yeah i think there's para have some higher needs than um than another you know outside back mm. even though that's where we like to put our put our money let's put all your money in there <laughs> and sit online with a knee infection oh. Yeah, well, that's the so. There's been a yeah. That that's the only silver lining to the cloud. Our best players due to come back this week. Oh, is he? Has he been named? I, I don't know if he's been named, but he's the talk in the sheds. Super coach TB becomes super assistant coach at Panthers. Panthers get behind you, coach, with a two-game losing streak. <laughs> pretty amazing isn't it so i didn't realize this but Supercoach tb he had a falling out with ivan cleary mm. when ivan cleary was coaching the panthers so i didn't realize ivan, i i you know it seems so long ago but i didn't realize that ivan cleary i didn't realize that ivan cleary got sacked so recently yeah like it's literally been so what's that three years gone, or something like, yeah yeah he, he, that's yeah. crazy so so Basically, Supercoach TB got offered the manly role, right? Yeah. He took it. Then he started poaching players, like guns, like Lewis Brown, mm. to name a few. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I think he... Did he take Arpy as well? I think Arpy was playing for wow. Penrith too, okay. but anyway. But Lewis Brown's the big one. Um, Feature and model. Yeah, that's right. Um... And so Ivan Cleary got the shits and put him on gardening gardening leave, which would be the first time he's put on gardening leave. Mm. 
Then he came to Manly. Gave him time to go and buy some chairs at least. That's right. Some garden <laughs> furniture. Some garden furniture leave. Some garden furniture. Um, then he's left Manly, been put on gardening leave again, and suddenly Ivan Cleary all is forgiven and he's gone back there. So things must be pretty desperate yeah. in Panther Town yeah, 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 if yeah. they're willing to take him back. Not to mention that, but look at the track record the guy's got. He's had two coaching jobs. Both times he's been put on gardening leave at the end of it and got paid out. For the rest, you know, for the rest yeah. of the year, it's happened twice. He's got, he's got a hundred percent gardening leave <laughs> record. Whenever taking a coaching role, hundred percent of the time it works. <laughs> none of the time. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like if you look at the coaching merry-go-round mm. and just go back, like a year is a. You know, at the start of the season, like. Even this is again some cold, some of my cold comforts that I've been trying to get myself through the hangover and the eels that's loss a, and the manly shivering win bed. and it's like shivering, shivering bed the coming ashes down. Are, what's the ashes? It was all bad, and I'm trying to think of like stealing little stealing your daughter's <laughs> cough remedy just to get <laughs> just one little high. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy needs it more than you, sweetheart. <laughs> Go back to sleep. <laughs> Stop coughing. <laughs> it's giving me a headache. Um, but you think at like the start of this year, I was like, Para's probably going to get the spoon again. Yeah. Brad Arthur, the only positive I can see out of this season is that Brad Arthur will get sacked. Well, that, that's not happened. Mm. Um, but you do, it's very easy to forget that like a year is a long time. And you look back, like Ivan Cleary was the hottest prospect and Tigers fans were fucking dismal that Ivan Papa had left them. Mm. Anthony Seabolt was like the next Craig Bellamy who yep. was going to like go and turn it all around at mm. Brisbane. Mm. Wayne Bennett was washed up. Des Hasler was a joke. Mm. Like it changes so quickly. Um, and now you look at like, especially I can't remember coaches for maybe Arthur, maybe Brad Arthur fell off after his top four to last year. Yeah. Um, but especially with Ivan Cleary and, and Seabolt, I can't remember like just such a quick turnaround mm. where you've gone from like, you know, hero to zero in such a short mm. space of time. Mm. Now I temper that because the Eels are playing the Broncos this <laughs> week. And if there's, if there's one team that knows how to get you back into form, Paris yeah. done that a couple of times. A couple of times, season. yeah. But um, yeah, it's interesting. So there's my little soliloquy. Yeah. For any of you out there that feel bad, I think a year's a long time. <laughs> Eels in crisis as Bernie Gurr leaves Para in turmoil. Good riddance. Be now, yeah. Bernie Gurr, he's the guy who's been in charge since the cap issue, right? He was he was put in there by an administrator, like by the NRL, or no? That was no, that was the chairman. Okay. Yeah, that was Max Donnelly. So who's Bernie Gurr? Bernie Gurr's the CEO. So mm-hmm. there's a chairman mm. of the board, right? Um, and then there's we're privately owned, so it's hard for me these yeah these you sort can't of afford you know these. Tim Cleary was your yeah. CEO. These communists. Scott Penn was your chairman. Okay. Yeah. So these communist clubs where <laughs> everyone's equal. I don't quite understand how it works. Um, yeah. Who's your new guy, Michael Ibrahim or something? I don't know. Oh, what replacing who? He's trying to try, trying to buy Manly. Michael Ibrahim. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, but I don't think it's the like. I don't you know, think John Ibrahim's it. brother, Michael Ibrahim. It's oh, a different. Michael. Another Ibrahim. Yeah, it's another Ibrahim. Either way, it's going to be good. But um, 
Yeah. So he, Bernie was the CEO, and Bernie yeah. was one of Sterlo's men. Sterlo is increasingly becoming a, a myth peddler, like a mm-hmm. complete for a guy who he's he's an intelligent commentator still, compared to, like he's like Fatty and Phil Gould and those guys have the Justin Taylor effect, where Sterlo comes out and says just something vanilla, mm. and everyone thinks Sterlo's a genius because mm. he's sitting next to morons. Mm. But Sterlo was pushing Bernie Gerd because Bernie Gerd worked in the USA. He used to be the Roosters CEO right. back in the 90s. Yeah. Then he went to the USA. No one really knows what he did in the USA, but he came back to Para and promptly... I think he just spun those signs on the yeah, side of the honestly, road. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised According if that's what he did. cheap parking or something. Yeah, and then he came back and he did nothing at Para. Like, he was the one who... who oversaw this strategic review and he got them a Perfect. spoon in their first year so yeah. um my i've heard that the board you know weren't happy with him and um because the the media release was very vague it was like oh he's uh, so he was pushed or he jumped he was pushed okay yeah he was pushed is what i've heard and they've already kind of got their their man um i've i've heard mm. um i think it's someone internal that was appointed um within the last 12 months. That Ray Price? No, no, it's not a former player. So they are saying they're looking not for someone football-minded. Um, so I don't know. They're trying to... It'll work for us. We got a principal of a Catholic school. school. It no, would possibly went, go wrong. That went down a treat. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm happy to see the back of Bernie Gurr. Yeah. I think if you get a spoon, you deserve to, like, beat it. Someone needs to wear the consequences of the spoon. I need blood. I need some blood <laughs> even though it's been a year I still need blood uh, alright that's all I got for that's all I got for oh news. well there you go Well, that was my only news was sea eagles looking to be sold again um, so Michael was going to say go re- I tried to google him yeah couldn't really see much yeah right mm. I know I, there's I a- haven't heard anything about that it was Adrian Prashenko wrote an article about it two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's there's like a consortium of business people that are looking to do something with Manly. Mm. Um, I've always heard that the owner of the URM, United Resource Management, yeah, I think he, he would be pretty one. keen yeah. to get in there and take over. Do you see like that South, uh, was it South Melbourne, the game on the Central Coast? It was one of the top four yeah. ones, and it got yeah. a really good crowd. Mm. The stadium looked great, mm. and this is not even firing shots, mm. but it did get me thinking. Like, could you see it making sense where Brookie becomes kind of like to Manly what Leichhardt is to the Tigers, like kind of the the ground that you go to for, you know. Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, is that all all clubs take games away. Yeah. You know, so this was one of I don't, I don't know whose home game it was. I don't know if that it was, was a South home game. So, yeah. South home game. So we take home games to New Zealand, and we take home games to Brisbane. Brisbane. Mm. Um. So I mean, yeah, if they wanted to swap out New Zealand and Brisbane for Central up there, Coast, do two yeah. of them up if there, sure. There. Yeah. But I mean, I think there's you know it's. There's a hell of a lot of difference between you know a, a club going up there and playing five or six games mm. if they are struggling, yeah, and 
a Souths who are in the top four and Melbourne who are in the top four taking a game. Yeah, there. yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's yeah, you're it's right. it's not it's not guaranteed success. You got two four you got two top four sides battling it out. You know, like yeah, well, it's like so, people. I you know, we all make fun of the Gold Coast. Yeah, they get no crowds, but like, have you seen the team? If the team's that bad. Yeah. Why would you spend your time well, that, and money on a weekend to go and watch yeah. a fucking Titans game? Well, three years ago when they made the playoffs and Jared Hayne came in at the back end of it, yeah. they were they massive crowds. crowds. Yeah. They were winning and they had a big name player there. Mm. I mean, the yeah. crowds come. I mean, that's the that's the thing. I mean, you can complain about crowds. You know, Manly had shit crowds last year. What a surprise. This year, our crowds are up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course winning. they are. Yeah, we're winning, and we're and and we've also been given more sort of weekend afternoon games as opposed to you know Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday and six o'clock on a Friday. Can I also say I don't, I don't like the six o'clock. I'd no. rather go back to the Monday night. I'm probably uh, just greedy. <laughs> I think the problem is with Monday night for me is that it caused all sorts of issues with Turner. I know turnarounds. Yeah, yeah. Teams were getting hammered, and the NRL just couldn't work it out. Oh, but how can we do it that teams aren't doing five day turnarounds? It was just kind of yeah. And also, I just kind of feel like that Monday night game is kind of like you know what the footy's all done. It just felt like an afterthought. <laughs> you know, oh, that's right. There's these two idiots. Don't still get a bit go. sad. It's, just, it's like the two last guys at the end of the race going, "Hang on, we're coming, we're coming." It's like oh, fuck well, maybe then an eight o'clock Sunday game or something. I don't know something. I, I need I'd, some more. Yeah, no, I'd throw more in on a Sunday. Yeah, why not? Why yeah. not have a? Why not have well, more? The six on o'clock s- game, like they were doing occasionally yeah. at the start of the season. Yeah, why not? Three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Yeah. Friday. I night, mean, there's talk you know. that Channel Nine want to get rid of the Thursday night game because people aren't watching it. Enough people are watching it. Mm, I need more footy. Only, only, only when Para winning though. <laughs> <laughs> so no Thursday night footy then for you. Yeah. Well, I tell you though, footy and a hangover is quite. It's quite good. Yeah. Like, you can just with a nice icy cold can of coke. <laughs> yeah. With literally, I I've started this. I'm turning into an old man. I get ice from the freezer. Yeah put it in a from glass. the freezer yeah wow yeah ice from the freezer wow that's that's revolutionary <laughs> no, you, you know, are like, an old man i don't have one of from those the ice like, box fan, really. yeah from the ice box though not like a fridge that's got an ice function on it yeah. i have to go and you put crack a, it i have to put a tray in oh my god crack it open <laughs> and pour you f- it. you'd almost say you forge the ice <laughs> a tail of fire and ice anyway <coughs> suddenly i really feel thirsty <laughs> Actually, just hit stop. In the words of John F. Kennedy, great great crisis produce great men and great deeds of courage. And I think that really sums up the game Mm. against in our nation's capital. That was the manly team. (laughs) Down to 15 men. AFB playing on the edge for 70 minutes. Jet ski having to play in the centres. And the whole team playing like gods. Mm. 
magnificent. <laughs> just had to adjust myself. My pants are suddenly, I don't know what's happened. Must have put jet him in Jet ski there. playing. He was, you were so short that jet ski had to play five metres in front of the goal line. <laughs> and just trying to... What are you talking about? He was offside for Oh, that please. They've please. come out and said he was offside. Who, who's come out and said Graham that? Graham Annesley, the head of the referees. He, they're drunk. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Um... Ricky salty tears though they are. It's always the I kind of wanted Manly to lose just because I'd been copying so much grief from like Manly Twitter users. Yeah, but then I then they they throw a little cross to Ricky and I'm like <laughs> a tiny little, part of me is like oh it wouldn't be too bad. A little bumpchin thing. If, <laughs> if Ricky had to lose. Jetski, he's got quite an amazing skill set. He's a bit like. Um, Liam Neeson in whatever that film is, Hot, uh, Taken. He goes, I have a certain skill set. And his ability to be the best and the worst player on the field yeah, I know. is second to none. It's rocks and diamonds. I don't know how he does it, but he gets both awards. <laughs> they come in, they give him the man of the match, then they slap him over there and take it away. <laughs> Like the ga- the previous game yeah, against just, the yeah, Tigers, I know. he got two tries, but then he bombed two tries before it. He's just unbelievable. And how how he got through that whole game without going like without getting into a fight with Jack Whiten or um, BJ? Yeah, BJ. Joey Lailua. Joey Lailua. I have no idea. What? When did he stop being BJ and become Joey? It is the same guy. Isn't I, yeah. It? <laughs> I've often wondered that. Is it just his? I thought maybe BJ ate Joey. <laughs> it looks like maybe, <laughs> and, that's, he, and he just got real big. He just need Joey. Yeah. No, Joey need BJ. Well, it, to it, oblivion, <laughs> in the back. <laughs> well, it, <coughs> who's the um, Broncos fullback? Not Darius Boyd, the guy who plays now. Oh, not. Uh, I can't think. At uh, uh, Milford. Uh, Mil- yeah, it yeah. looks like Milford ate Rapana. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like. Is it Rapana or is it Rapana? His mama called him. His mama called him Rapana. I'm going to call him Rapana. All these like fucking weird things yeah. happening. Yeah. With names. Madai. <laughs> He's gone 15 years call- calling him Steve Madai, and then the last year they started calling him Steve Matai well the Warriors I mean that's I guess there's some cultural recognition so I'm you know we're, we're a very uh, politically correct podcast mm. um, shout out to Michael Ibrahim but <laughs> Joey and BJ I just don't uh, maybe he didn't like BJ was it blowjob was he <laughs> like, um, <laughs> that's how he got that's how he got himself through uh, school BJ's yeah um but I, here's something controversial. Mm. After that, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Okay. The best player for Manly this season, and is more responsible than any other player for Manly being in the top four right now. Brendan Elliott. Really? Wow. That's a that's a take. That's a steaming hot take. You think about it. <laughs> you think about that. We're out. We, we were without Tom Trevojevic or Trevoy Bivic. <laughs> Trevoy Tommy. likes a bicky. <laughs> Tommy Turbo. Yeah, there you go. We were without him until what? Round 11 or 12. Mm. When, we, when he came back, we were in the top eight. 
There's no way we're in the top eight if Matthew Wright's playing fullback. <laughs> no, we're, we're just yeah. not. There's no uh, way we're there. You think? <laughs> there's no way we're in the top eight. So he came in and he played that well that he was able, we were able to win enough games. Now, there's no one else on that team who could have played fullback and done, and done as good a job as he's done. Now he's come in to replace almost someone who is irreplaceable. That's right. Yeah. Almost like the legend of Monkey. It's like when Steve a Smith... A stone monkey. Yeah. The legend of monkey was irreplaceable, <laughs> and that's the Crimson Tide. He's now playing centre for the Crimson Tide. Yeah. And he's been a revelation at centre. He's full of energy. He's got great hands. Defensively, he's fantastic. He makes breaks. Can't pass still on the fur <laughs> But You know what I mean? Like... You know, he's still got to work. Those, those little, like, when he's got the, just one, two on one, yeah, and he thinks, I'll throw a dummy. It was great. It was like memory lane. I felt like I was at Leichhardt again. It was fantastic. <laughs> I'll throw a dummy, and I'll just run I'll throw, straight into the fullback. <laughs> I'll throw a dummy to the captain, <laughs> who's currently open, <laughs> and I'll back myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, that's my hot take. Brendan. I reckon... We've got to come up with a nickname for him. I reckon if we'd lost Adam Fennell Blake, right, <laughs> that would be less devastating than losing Brendan Elliott during those opening rounds. If we didn't have Brendan Elliott, there's no way we're in the top four. No way. <laughs> You're laughing. I'm not I'm joking, though. This is... I've, I've, been, I've been thinking about it since yesterday. I've put a lot of thought into this. Mm, I thought I was <laughs> the hungover one. <laughs> I, I, I think if he doesn't get the Manly Player of the Year... It's fucking rigged. Mm. What about Ruben? It's rigged like the Logies. What about Ruben? Ruben. The Ruben. Well, he's been a revelation. <laughs> Everyone's a real, been a revelation. A real handsome revelation. He's... um. Now, I need to interrupt here because... Someone, I... put, someone put a picture of Iceman well, from I Top Gun. I won't interrupt. You continue. I'm in the middle of it. Someone put a picture of Top Gun, <laughs> Iceman from Top Gun. Him and Ruben Garrick. Mm. Brothers. Well, Val Kilmer's just a poor man's Ruben Garrick. <laughs> it's often been described as that. <laughs> yeah. All right, then what were you going to well, tell the me? The video. The video of Ruben Garrick. Yeah. And whoever the other guy Corey was. Waddell. Corey Waddell. Hard to tell we, who's who. We but... had said this. Yeah. And then they brought it on after the year was lost. Yeah. And they've seen... That they've done this segment a couple of times. And it's... they get Just with those two? No, they should just do it with those They two. should. <laughs> they should just... Do yeah. it in a later time slot with yeah. just those two. And then just on Saturday nights to get funky, bring Kay and Elgy into it. <laughs> the three-way. Yeah. And Morgan Boyle. <laughs> um, but they had them and they sit them facing one another very mm. close. Mm. Like just with no, nothing in between them. So they're just looking at each just other. Just steamy looks just, in between just them. smouldering. Yeah. Smouldering. Yeah. looks in the eye I'm yeah. going to do the old Channel 9 late night special and then they ask him questions like what's your favourite thing about the they article? ask each other questions yeah and it's, they write them themselves well they have to ask each other questions it's very hard and they've got to try and make very, each other laugh or something very erotic or make each other hard <laughs> I was hard watching like it was, there was you were hardly watching hard stats yeah like it's very it is very. If you're on Twitter, I'll, I'll re I'll retweet it after okay. this. Uh, it's 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 very homoerotic. I saw 
Mitchell Pierce do it with someone, and it, it was it was a weird, it's a weird kind of segment, and that's fine. Like you know, I'm, I what, think it's why Ruben Garrick and Corey Waddell though? That's a strange combination. Or their best friends. I think they the live segment together? is called BFFs. Well, they would well. I think they might live together because they said things like, "What's the first thing he does in the morning?" Ah, uh, and either kiss they're me lovers. On the <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does he call you or nudge you? Yeah. He <laughs> just taps me on the shoulder. <laughs> and doesn't use his finger. <laughs> and says, <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. The only way to stop it hurting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind if I put my finger between the pillows? That's not my finger. That's all right. I mean, they're not pillows. That's right. It's not my finger. <laughs> so... Um, uh, anyway, now well, he's come from Penrith, yeah. yeah, and Ruben Goodlooks Garrick's Saint come George. from St George, so yeah. they're both new to the to the beaches. The beaches but yeah. I've heard it around the traps that they're both willing to resign for unders, unders to stay yeah. at Manly. Yeah, that's that's just what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> unders Manly. Well, getting back to, um, I never finished my thoughts also with Dylan Walker and why they haven't re-signed okay, him yet. Yes. I think they will mm. because of the massive unders that he's willing to take. <laughs> but it's also, but I don't think they're going to. I think I think they're not going to sign anyone else until they've got the the Turbo Brothers signed, sealed, and delivered, and they know mm. how much money they've got to, well, to what, spend. Yeah, cause I think once, they'll still have a lot because both those boys all sign for unders. Once they go to Canterbury, they're going to have a big war chest. <laughs> That's right. Manly are going to have a water. Yeah. I had yeah. this argument with someone on Twitter the other day, and I give, I give Manly grief for you know being broke. Mm. But I had this war chest about someone. Someone said to me, they made some comment as though, how do you think this club is going to be able to afford these players? They don't have any money. I, I think it was the Tigers or someone. They were mm. like, how could the Tigers sign James Tedesco? And they can't compete with the Roosters because the Roosters have got more money. The Tigers don't have any money. And I was like, you do realise like every club theoretically mm. spends the same amount on players? Mm. Like this whole, it's like your old pimp and hoe relationship. Mm. I, I think people do get confused about, oh, there's a rich club or there's a poor club. And yes, mm. Manly is poor in terms of it doesn't generate revenue from a leagues club like mm. most other clubs do. But they're still like it's not like they've got a, a nine million dollar salary cap, but they can only afford to pay six to players. Like there's, mm. every team is still spending their nine million on players. Mm. It's just the return they get from their other parts of their business. Yeah. Um, Except so, for Scott Penn when he did that deal where he pretended to cheat the cap so he could pocket. <laughs> yeah, when he yeah, I don't. So have to so pay. he could so he could pocket. You know what was it three hundred thousand? Yeah. Goes, oh damn, that's a shame. Let me just uh, let me just call my Bentley dealer and let him know I'm going to go ahead with that uh, purchase. Weight Watchers. I think it was Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers. One of them. That's where he got his money. Yeah, right. Mm. Probably Jenny Craig. Mm. Based that on absolutely nothing. <laughs> it just feels right. I think it was. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, what were we talking about? Mm, I think we're talking about Manly. We're wrapping it up. I think you were just wrapping it up. Can I just talk about BJ Leilua again? <laughs> Joe, you mean Joey Leila? Or his brother, BJ. Yeah, yeah. The the man, you know, Anthony Milford in a fat suit. <laughs> um, what do you think goes through their head when a player try, you know, scores a try? 
rolls over, is on his belly, sees BJ coming at him, rolls back on, sorry, rolls on his back, like scores a try, rolls on his back, then rolls on his belly, and then BJ comes through and just plants both knees for the second time in the game. He'd already need someone in the back mm. during that game. Mm. And then he comes in and does that. And that's also after he'd shoulder charged Dylan Walker without the ball. Yeah. I, I mean, do they honestly yeah. think they're going to... Even Ricky was like, well, no, it's fair enough. I've told, well, I spoke yeah. to him. What was he... You know, it's fair enough. What was he doing? Yeah. Well, it was like and it's James always the same guy. Mm. Like, what's going well, on? Well, fucking Para had the same thing with Nathan Brown just coming out and shoulder Oh, that's and, right. Like, I actually didn't mean to segue into that, but yeah. And you just look at it and you go, what, what are you... Yeah. Like, what do you... You know that there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 what were you? What were you thinking? And and the thing is, it's always like if Tom Trevojevic did that, he'd probably get away with it. Because well, it's, like it's Jake, just kind of it's like, like if Jake spear tackled someone. If that's a, I can't even imagine that happening. Yeah. So that's a huge if. Which he kind that's of. That's up there with kind of, Josh Maguire's, you know, going for someone's yeah. eye. He just doesn't do it. Um, oh, he got death threats, man. Come Who? on, Josh Maguire. That was another one oh, that blew up boom. while we were off, can off I just, air. Can I just talk about social media for a minute? <laughs> we're all over the show. And here. Paul yeah. Kent. Yeah. Oh, and his, yeah. how he likes to have a rant at social media. Mm. And how awful we all are on social media. And how awful we are on Twitter. Mm. It's a sewer. You will never hear anything worse than standing in a crowd at a rugby league game. <laughs> Whatever we say on Twitter is nothing compared... To what you will hear people yell out and yell directly at players. Yeah. So for them to say, oh, they hide behind their keyboards. keyboards and they hide behind their fake names. Mate, I've been next to guys who are just, and maybe I've been that guy. I don't want who's <laughs> to say it's hard to remember. But you say things right to them and you're pointing at them and you're saying all sorts of terrible things. So to say that we would never say it to a person is bullshit. Mm. Probably wouldn't say it at a pub if they were there. But in the context of football, for sure. And what hurts a player more? What someone says on social media or what a journalist writes in the Daily Telegraph? Yeah. Like, give me a break. Yeah. As well, far that, as I'm concerned. Paul Kent can go... Half the story. Paul Kent can go and yell at his missus after a, after a horse race and spit on an unsuspecting shop, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. And just hope that no one films it because they're too scared. <laughs> Buckled under the pressure. <laughs> it's like your whole life's trading with your phone had come to that moment. Oh, anyway. Anyway, it was like um, it was like laces out. Whatever his name is, Finkel. Finkel. Ray Finkel. Phone out, Billy. Phone out. Yeah. Anyway, um, I thought so. I'll give you. I know you. You're desperate to hear my take on the game. Did you even watch it? Yeah, I did. I watched it. Okay. Um, Just through a cloud of cough syrup and Coca-Cola. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, it was... Everyone's complaining about the penalties and it wasn't a very good game to watch until no. like the until the last kind of 15 minutes. Yeah. It wasn't a great game to watch, but I thought, I thought Manly did a good job of like... They did slow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's where the Raiders were more dangerous. And once once they kind of had got it into that, it meant that Canberra then tried to slow it down and it then just became like an arm wrestle. Mm. And like that Bateman guy, the Raiders guy who everyone, 
you know, creams their jeans over. And I, he does look like a pretty good player, but he's not that big. Like, no. he's no... He's no Tapau or Fanua mm. Blake, and so mm. once they kind of got it to that kind of battle of the of the trenches, um, I thought that was really smart. I think it is like I was watching the game, going, "It's amazing the difference in like just strategy." How mm. and then you lost these players, but to be honest, and I know everyone loves Joel Thompson, and he's been in good form, Joel Thompson. Yeah, but I then, won't. I think I think Paseca, I'm, gonna, I, I'm not going to stand here and listen to you. No, 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 no. I'm not, this isn't bad mouthing Joel Thompson. Yeah, but Paseca. I know you're. A, I know you're him, a casual racist, so I know where this is coming from. Paseca, who replaced him, has been. I thought two weeks now he's been really good. Yeah. Um, and so somehow you guys just keep finding these fucking players. Mm. It sickens me a little bit, mm. but like it, you still then your core players are still the same ones. Well, but. you're you're a musician, Billy. So let me put it this way: when you've got Axl Rose singing and you got Slash on the guitar, who gives a fuck who's the drummer? <laughs> oh, he knows Guns and Roses are dear to my heart. Yeah. Do you know what you know what I'm saying? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. That's like, there, like, yeah. No, one's like Ringo real. Starr left, and they got Pete Best in for a couple of weeks when he went out injured. No one nah, yeah. George is there. <laughs> Paul, you know, they're they're all still there. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, well, it's all fine. It's all good. John, you're singing the classics. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, Ringo's back. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I I do think Joel Tom Joel Thompson's been great, and I think he's great for culture um, mm. around the club and defensively I think he's been great and he's been, I mean him and Ciro have been they've got a competition who can score the most tries at the moment I think Joel Thompson's actually ahead mm. um, so he's been fantastic it's going to be it's going to be a loss because what it means is jet ski is he's going to continue playing he's going to be the best so Ciro Ciro's coming back this week which means jet ski will go to the left yeah um, but yeah, look, this is the thing. At least we've got these players who, you know, at least we've got a little bit of depth around there for this kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, Paseca and um, AFB, at the beginning of the season, first thing Des was, and I, we've talked about this before, he signed them to, uh, extended their contracts for three years. So we would have got AFB for unders. Unders, yeah. That's the, everyone. Everyone's Everyone, on unders. Everyone's on unders. <laughs> And that's how we can afford such great facilities. <laughs> um, all right. Can we get into I'm Done? Yeah. I've just got one I'm Done okay. for tonight. What is it? Paul Gallen in the media. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's got to be... I'm done with him. Okay. He's turning up on everything. Yeah. He's on NRL, 100% NRL or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. On Channel 9 at 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night. He's on there every week. So he's a full-time commentator on that show. He's now turning up to games in Canberra for Sunday Night Footy. Like, not just around Sydney, but he's travelling to Canberra for these fucking games. It's got to... It shouldn't be allowed. You shouldn't be allowed to have a full-time job in the media while you are a current player. Yeah. It, it should... that it, it just... You can go on. You can go on a show, and be interviewed, and you can have kind of like a regular interviewing type. Sure, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. But he's not being interviewed. He's weighing in his opinion 
and talking about refs and talking about other teams and their dirty tactics and the way they do this and blah, 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 blah. That's like that's like coaches coming out and complaining about the refs and all that. It shouldn't be allowed. You, you're in a position of power where you can influence things. Mm. Him and Gus can start talking about refs and how they shouldn't do this and how they shouldn't do that and talking about certain p- players. It, it, you're the, done. They've got to come down. I'm done. I don't want to see him anymore. I think when he retires at the end of the season, by all means, put him on everything till we're fucking sick of him. Yeah. But up until then, he needs to just... It, they need to come down hard on this. Okay. It's, it's, I'm, it's I'm, I've had enough. It's an outrage. <laughs> I am. I'm outraged. I'm sick of seeing him. I, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. I couldn't believe that I was looking at Paul Gallen and Rue... Rue, whatever the fucking name is. Ruan Sims. Ruan yeah. Sims. Both had travelled down there to Canberra. And you know they would have gone down in a, in a uh, Suzuki. It's not so squishy. <laughs> um, all right. Do well, you want to talk about the other? Well, I'll talk about who I'm Game. done. Wait, let me oh, get my Oh, okay. Oh, all right. You got yeah, an I'm done. I've thought all about right. this. Okay, you thought about I, it. Right. Just while you were talking that. <laughs> you're you're done with me? I was done with something. I've, I've done been with done me. with the- you're done, done with, with me interrupting you. Done with drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with. This happened after the uh, the eels, uh, the eels loss. So I can finally say it to the bulldogs. <laughs> the eels unwin. And this, I'm done with refs faulting, but not in the sense of I'm done with blaming refs. I'm done with people telling me to stop refs faulting. Like mm. it's become this kind of new. White I don't know, in. virtue signaling, mm. like, no, you can't rest fault. It's, mm. And, and, it, and it, I came up with something. It, it's like when you... To not rest fault after a game where you've had a few decisions that you didn't think went your way, mm. even though you're probably wrong, it's almost like the player who at the end of the game stands around and has a laugh about mm. it all and well played, full credit to the other team. I'm Australian. That's not, that's not what we go on no. Twitter for. No. Let's, let's be honest here. We're yeah. not here... To make friends, right? No. We're here to yell. No. We're here to complain. We're here I actually to went on to lose friends. Yeah, that's right. I've lost a lot of friends since I've been on there. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, I'm done with, like, if I'm going to have a sook about it, call me out for rest faulting. Yeah. But don't expect me, don't really expect me to change because, like, that's part that's part of the game. I don't think I've ever rest, I don't think I've ever hashtag rest folded anyone. Yeah, I, I have, don't care. I do it. I do. feel like you're within your rights to call someone else on it. But I'm also I'm I'm starting to rethink that strategy because yeah. you with when when it's your team and you've had a loss that you feel like you should have won. I enjoy it though. <laughs> I enjoy watching the team who's just lost. I love listening to all the camera guys complain <laughs> about the refs. It makes it feel even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're so deluded that you can't even see that we just beat you. Yeah, and I it's know. the only reason why we did is because yeah, the fat because An- fat Anthony Milford put his fucking knees into the back <laughs> of the most handsome man on the field. It's like you just looked at him and said, "Damn your chiseled looks." Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this. You know what it is? It's like um, Edward Norton in Fight Club, where he beats up Jared Leto. And he goes, why'd you do that? He says, I just wanted to destroy, destroy something beautiful. <laughs> and I felt like that's what Joey Leilu was doing. He just looked at him and he said, damn you. Damn you. Yeah. The world doesn't deserve you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the... the I, 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 I wouldn't even call it a game. I'd call it 
the shock of the century. <laughs> Para Bulldogs. Yeah. Game. Well, I think you'd call it the loss we had to have. Yes. Definitely. You know, coming off the back of very, very mm. impressive wins and all the talk, I think, about Premiership glory, mm. which was understandable. Mm. I mean, we did beat the Titans, the team that <laughs> Manly struggled against. Um, we did beat the Knights, who were really, you know, I think we... On fire at yeah, the time. on fire at the time. <laughs> they are on a roll. <laughs> Can't remember if it was wins or losses, but they were definitely on a roll. We beat the Dragons, yes. who another... Powerhouse. Powerhouse. So really it was a tour of ex-players. Mm. Dragons, Bulldogs, <laughs> etc. Yeah. So um, it was a tough tough day at the office for the Eels. The Eels had plenty of chances. So I, I wasn't happy with some of the calls. I don't think Parra got... Oh, no. rest folding. Yeah, exactly. Rest folding. Oh. But at the same time, we had so much territory. It feels mm. like they... Feels like they kind of, they they got out to an early lead, and then it's like they just feel. I think Mitchell Moses has this in him where, it's like they feel like they need to put forty on them. Mm. It's like actually you're only up by six instead of trying these miracle balls all the time. Mm. Just like try and get a drop out, like just try and build a bit of pressure. Don't try and score a length of the field try. Yeah. Every every time you get you know you get the ball. So I think there was um, it, it was a bit disappointing in that regard. Their attack mm. just wasn't firing. <coughs> oh, I'm so triggered. I'm sneezing. You're allergic to loss. Yeah, no, well, I'm certainly not <laughs> allergic to loss. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was that was my main takeaway. As you start looking and say, well, where did paratries come from? There's been a few tries where we've done like length of the field, mm. you know, Mike Acevo, almost dare I say, semi rad rad mm. where they've just laid something on. Um, or they're going through kicks where they've been getting a lot of kicks into um, uh, Brad Takarangi has actually been pretty good for us in previous It's a bit weird weeks. for him to be on the wing, don't you think? Yeah, well, it's because of injuries. I know, but... but So they're going for that, the big winger. Mm. Um um, big slow yeah I don't know he's been good he'd been good for, for us I hate him but yeah. he had been good in so far as he, he you know taking the ball in the air and getting offloads so I don't know where it goes to from here I think you know shout out to um, Nathan at CA Eaglespur on Twitter who's one of the Magnificent Seven and he put something the other day about where you know the top eight teams mm. who we, who he sees as I guess the the real contenders, and I think it's it's probably right. You'd say the Storm and the Roosters seem to be a fair bit out in front. Yeah. Um. Even the Roosters probably more so than the Storm, I think. Yep. Um. And then you've got probably Canberra and Manly and mm. South, I guess. After last, that was a good win they had against the Broncos. Yeah, Broncos aren't. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, Not in front world, of that was a yeah. big game for them. They mm. still didn't have Burgess playing. Mm. Um, and then you really the, the rest of the teams kind of don't offer much you could see Para putting one game together where maybe yeah, they exactly. shock someone I mean it's all those teams that's a thing I mean finals footy that's a thing like Penrith have been pretty ordinary this year yeah but you look at the plays and you think well it's like the Sharks yeah they, yeah same with Sharks if they put it like if, if Sean Johnson suddenly comes out 
Yeah, and plays and like plays like he can play occasionally. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, well, they could put forty on a team, easy. Yeah, but to to back to back, full games well, no, in a row. they're not. They're yeah. not going to. And that's a that, that's the thing. Like Manly's beaten, we've beaten Melbourne, we've beaten Canberra, we've beaten Souths, um, Para, we've beaten Cronulla, and I think we got beaten by Penrith. Mm. So that's that's your top eight, right? But well, Penrith aren't even. Well, they're not in the top eight. Yeah, I oh, think well, it's. Who else are they? is in the top oh, eight? I don't anyway. know. So we've kind of beaten everyone except for I think these. It's the Broncos. Oh, Broncos. Yeah. Well, we got beaten by Broncos up in Brizzy, up in Brisbane. Mm. So um, that magical weekend, we both enjoyed <laughs> that weekend, didn't we? Yeah, didn't well, you guys get yeah. towed by sixty or something? <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> um, I, I think it's one of those things where we've played all the time, you know, and we've beaten them. And I think it just goes to show what the Roosters are like, that the Storm can win just by playing perfect football and frustrating teams and just by winning. Yeah. But if you if you go there with the right mindset, you can beat them. Yeah. But the Roosters are just... They seem it doesn't matter how well you play. They've got the skill to just score points on you from all over the field. But you'd almost say Manly the only team in that bracket though that's really like that's knocked off three of the top four teams. You yeah, know? yeah. The three of their top four, and that's I think the thing for Para fans is no one's, you know, despite all the talk of premierships, we beat the Raiders in Darwin, mm. um, which I think has been really the only win where you could say okay we beat a good team. Um, in a in a pretty fair contest, yeah. But also, we came from a long way behind. They had Rapana injured. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel like the para just hasn't. There's been no point where you've looked and thought, you know, a para the real deal. Yes, they are. Um, and then they come out and do that in a game against a rival where they really should have won the game. They had enough opportunity mm. to win mm. it. Um, they're just something's not they don't want to get in the arm wrestle yeah and they they i feel like you kind of live by the offload you die by the offload so Mm. it's like sometimes they run up these big scores because everything sticks and everything works perfectly well yeah but if moses is a bit off because moses has been in spectacular form really Mm. um and he wasn't the other night he was a bit off and then it's like well, where do the points come from if Mm. Moses he can't do it every week Mm. Um, Dylan Brown's okay, but he's like 18 or 19. Mm. Um, Can I say something controversial? Yeah. I feel like Gutho this season has definitely gone down skill-wise and gone down in public perception in so much as the whole... The whole thing with, you know, signing a contract and all that kind of stuff, that can get messy and that's fine, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, people move on from that. It just seems like he whinges every time the ref makes a call and he feels like, oh, I'm the captain, that's what I've got to do, I've got to run up and start whinging. Yeah. He goes, what, what do you mean? What do you mean we've got to hand the ball over after six tackles? What are you talking about? <laughs> this is bullshit, explain yeah, it. Yeah. Like, he's literally up there every five minutes. Yeah. And the ref just looks at him like... I saw a couple of looks. The ref was just like, "Mate, what? You're fucking embarrassing yourself yeah. right now." Yeah, I, he's, I, I, he's too young for mine. It's too late. Yeah. You can't take the captain. You no. can't take it off him. 
But I think it was a real panicked decision to make him captain at the ripe old age of like 22 or whatever the fuck he was. Yeah. And I think he's... I think he... I don't know. Yeah. I, I think he's struggling. I didn't realise he was playing hooker. So no. maybe that, maybe that's it. So as soon as, you know, when the forwards suddenly get tired, instead of him being... Instead of him popping up and, and going through, you know, being an mm. extra man, he's suddenly there playing the ball. But... Yeah, I think you're right, though. I won't disagree. Like, I also think he's just, in the last year, with the contract negotiations and with Para obviously doing better, um, he's got a lot more airtime. So mm. we're all, as as just fans... Yeah. Or not necessarily Para fans, we're just mm. as footy fans. We're, he's, he's in front of us a lot more. Mm. And... He's not as smart as maybe I thought he was. Like he doesn't seem like the sharpest. No. He's a bit of a himbo. He's, he's yeah. really, he still seems likable, mm. but I I was for him being captain. Who would you rather have a drink with at a barbecue, him or DCE? Oh, Gutho, any oh. day of the week. Yeah, I think I still don't think DCE is likable, but I will say this: uh, I he's think interesting. DCE, he won't bore you. Anyway, we disagree on this, <laughs> but I think DCE is a much better captain than Gutherson because. Yeah. Example you you were alluding to his one that was blatant. M- Mitch Moses puts his foot out to try and stop the try. Mm. Right, it's it's a penalty try. Yeah, it's it's clearly a penalty try. I get that you know oh you feel sorry for him. He's just trying to stop a try. Yeah, I get it. But the rule is Mate, the rule. Blame Billy Slater. Yeah, they put that rule in, and that's the rule. And he the only reason he didn't score a try was because. Moses used his feet foot illegally yeah. to kick his hand, and yeah. so it's a penalty try. Gutherson goes over and says, "What's he meant to do? Disappear?" It's like, no, he wasn't. He <laughs> stuck his leg out. But not only is it a dumb thing to say, it just it just erodes any kind of um, intellect, intellectual mm. capital mm. that you carry with the refs. So if I'm the ref and Gutho comes up and argues to me about that, mm. you'd be like, "This guy's a moron." Yeah. Like, why, when if he's if he's calling them offside, he doesn't even know. You know, I think you've got to be a bit more um, selective, mm. so that if you are going to take the time to complain to a ref, mm. it has a bit more weight. And I think certainly mm. that's something that DC well, does. Well, DC does, but he also goes up and asks the ref. He goes, "Oh, what what was that for?" Yeah. And the refs will go, blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, really? Okay. And he goes, that's how we saw it. And he goes, okay. So there's yeah. a little bit of, I'm not too sure about that. But it's he doesn't run up and go, he didn't blah, blah, blah. He's not the first one yeah, to yeah. act upon it. He yeah. says, what did you see? Explain it to me. Okay, I don't necessarily agree with that. Instead of just coming straight over the top like Gutho does and goes, oh, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why yeah. did he get four points for that try? Yeah, why, didn't yeah. you, why didn't you only award him two? It's like, well, <laughs> that's just how many... So, and I think I like that passion. You know, I like him having that passion. Yeah, but... But I don't think it serves him as captain. But, but that's like Jake Travoy. Yeah, yeah. So everyone says Jake should be captain, but he's too right, he's yeah. too emotional. He, he, he fires up it. over yeah, everything, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. The part in the... <laughs> there was a part in the, in the Canberra game. He went up to the ref. He had fucking snot hanging out of his nose. His hands are in the air. <laughs> he's going fucking Jake. Yeah. Pull yourself together, mate. Like, oh, no. you're falling apart. So he's got a... Yeah. Uh, he's got to learn that and I think yeah you're right he hasn't actually been in the best form either Gutherson I, he seems just slow and just he's not doing anything he's not yeah but anyway mm, so it was um, it'll be interesting I think he's playing this dummy half's not helping mm. um, he got out leaped by 
Tom Turbo in the Manly game. Yes, he did. But I mean, that's like Tom's like a most foot people have yeah. been out leap by like yeah. how that how that Canberra guy got that bomb. That was mm. pretty. That was a good contest. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I I think Para we got some look. If you'd have said to me at the start of the season, you'll be in the finals, I would have laughed. Mm. So I guess we got to take you know the good with the bad. <laughs> But it's hard to see this team putting it together. Who, um, who are you playing this weekend? We play the Broncos in Brisbane. So if you win, right? Yeah. And we lose against Melbourne, we'll be you'll be you'll still be we'll be even on points, but you've yes. got a better foreign again. I know. Yeah. So it comes down to the last round. Could possibly come down to the last round for who makes it top four. Yeah. Depending I think on, it's and depending on what Souths do. Yeah, I think it's more likely that Para could potentially knock you out of the top four. I don't see Para winning. Going back to what we said, where you know, mm. I don't see Para putting two runs together where they beat Brisbane and then beat Manly. Mm. I feel like if they beat Brisbane, they'll start reading their own press and then suck against you. But there is a chance that they might lose to Brisbane and then just put it all together in the last round. So I. But think then we'll be on the same points, and our for and against would be better. Yeah, but it, Canberra might be. It won't be us. I don't see Para making the four. We oh, can right. we can mathematically. Oh, do sorry, it, you just mean knocking us out of the four. We could knock you into. Oh, right. We could knock you into fifth. Fifth. Yeah. The other. The other. There is still the chance that you guys finish fifth and we finish eighth. I think it's slim, mm. but there is still that chance. There's still a mathematical chance that the Bulldogs could make the eight. Yeah, but it means a lot the of players. A lot of teams have to lose. Yeah, and and even then the Tigers have to lose, which yeah. is a comfortable. Tigers, Knights. There's still a lot of teams there that have to lose. Well, the t- the, their for and against isn't good. Yeah, no pun intended. But anyway, foreign, foreign. against. Um. All right. Hard stats. Okay, just make it quick because it's been a trying yeah. few days. Okay, I'll just make it a quickie. You won't feel just a thing. Like Trust a me. Little, can I just lie? Here this is just a just, tiny. This is just a little just hard stat. Me. This is just a little hard stat. It's a it's a chode. It's a little chode of a hard <laughs> stat. Um, but it's also a very important one. Tommy Turbo is still undefeated <laughs> in Australia for 2019. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. This, that's not. Imagine never Australia. losing on Australian soil in 2019. It's impressive. Mm, yes. Yeah. Well, the the Australian soil bit is you're reaching. <laughs> it's a reach around hard. Well, stat. I mean, you know, Australian champion. You know, it's like the Commonwealth Games. It's, yeah. It's a selective champion. Mm. Not everyone's allowed to compete in it, but you know, yeah. Uh, I I don't mind it. Anyway, okay. that's it. You well, got no, any? I you, have one. You got a you got a hard start. Yeah, it's it's a little. It's kind of. It's it probably needs. A, I need to take a pill to get it a bit harder. Um, but the eels have not. This is not a hundred percent. This is just mm. a bit of foreplay. Stat. Mm. The eels have not gone down on the ladder <laughs> Ooh, since week nine. They've not gone down on the ladder since week nine. Yeah. So they've, so they've either been... stayed the same. Or they've gone up. They have not gone down on mm. the ladder. Because we've been at, in sixth place for like, I think, five rounds now. Really? Even when we lose, yeah. other teams' results. Yeah, right. And so you've if, been sixth. Okay. And if you recall, and then we were eighth. Yeah. So we've never been higher than sixth. That's an, that's an interesting start. But we were eighth mm. 
at one point, I think we were eighth, like four weeks in a row, and only because the Broncos, like, by one point or two points, mm. like our for and against was so close. Mm. But yeah, because I keep looking, going, oh, we've lost. Oh well, we're still sixth. <laughs> like I've had this weird. If I you like Des, yeah. We kept on. We were losing and kept and kept going, going up. up the ladder. <laughs> That's how you got to do it. Yeah. That's how you fly under. We're not radar. quite there. We're not quite. Yeah, Hasler is. Um, yeah, that's not a bad stat. That's kind of like. Yeah. That's kind of like a leather strap. It could all. I get yeah. it, but I'm not into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to judge, but. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you need if, to get. If on. that's if that's what you're into, that's fine. But it doesn't yeah. do anything for yeah. me. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that, we went. We wanted to do a quick episode. Mm. Was it quick? That was not that quick. Not that quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to stick around and cuddle you, so I'm just going <laughs> to. I'm just going to get up and leave. And as we always say at this time of the night, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white, and may Brendan Elliot kiss you goodnight. Goodnight, Australia. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and make you want me. Now that I escape, sleep, walk away. Those who correlate know the world they kick. Jail bars ain't golden gates. Those who fake, they break. When they meet their 400 pound mate, if I could rule the world, everyone would have together of course we get the up and on their horse kick around drinking moonshine i pour a sip on the concrete but in the seats but no don't weep why clef's in the state of sleep thinking about that i did last week money in the bag banker look like a drag i want to play with pelicans from here to baghdad think fast i think i'm hit my girl pinched my hips to see if i still exist i think not i'll send a letter to my friends a born again hooligan only to be king again ready or not here i come you can't hide gonna find you and take it slowly ready or not Play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress if you don't smoke less. I must confess, my destiny's manifest. There's some vortex and sweats. I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with Borgy and Bess. Capture your bounty like Elliot Ness. Yes, bless you if you represent the food. But I hex you with some witches' food if you do do. Voodoo, I could do what you do. Easy. Believe me, frontin' give me heebie-jeebie. So why you imitating Al Capone? I be needing Simone and on your microphone. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. You can't run away from these stars. I got, oh baby, hey baby, cause I got a lot, oh yeah. Oh, no. Ready or not.
not refugees taking over. The Buffalo soldier, dread like Rasta. On the 12th hour, fly by in my rama. Food for cover, now they under pushing up flowers. Super fly, true lies do or die. Toss me high, only fly with my poop from like high. I refugee from Guantanamo Bay. That's around the border like I'm Cassius Clay. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Oh.